Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room. Featuring drunken Thai boxer Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master Zero. You've lost your boss. And now. You know, baby. Fists of fail. I am having my uh, nondescript beer right here because we're not sponsored by anyone. So, uh, what are, do you know what the rules are with that? Are you just know. not allowed to to show? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let, let's let's contact our, our lawyer and find out. Okay, <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm drinking brown fire liquid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, fire water. Kind of related to the movie we're talking about today. Just a little bit. Yeah, and by the way, if I start sweating on camera for those of you watching us on youtube it's because we decided to record this on like 90 degree weather <laughs> so uh yeah cheers to that hey mm. cheers yeah um so zero what is our month for the beginning of july or for the month for of july the month of july so this was kind of a failure but i think we pivoted into you something can- that might be fun I thought that we could cover martial arts westerns because it's July and America. You know, what better way to celebrate uh, this month than with um, a, a mashup of martial arts and westerns? And I found a decent amount of movies that I thought could fit under this theme. But unfortunately, a lot of those movies are not easy to break down in terms of fight choreography because mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even have any so yeah <laughs> yeah uh so we made a slight pivot kind of staying within the theme of things you came up with this brilliant idea so uh well i think today's movie kind of gives it away uh but well before you name drop the t- the title of the film what is our theme zero so Instead of uh, martial arts westerns, we are going to do Jackie Goes West. Jackie Goes West! Yeah, uh, I mean, there's only a handful of those films, right? So, man, if those movies do not work, we're in big trouble, dude. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be okay. I think a lot of those movies don't work, but you have been constantly nagging me to do... The tuxedo and the medallion and a lot of yeah. Jackie's turds that came out under uh, when he was doing American productions. And I was really hesitant to do it, but they would probably be fun to speak about. Oh, so, yeah. hey, why not? We kind of ran out of stuff to talk Absolutely. about. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's been a while since we had a Versus uh, episode. And not to spoil anything for what may or may not come in the future. And it's, but... it's been a while since we've spoken about Jackie. We tend to try and deviate away from him because he's one of the more prolific, mm-hmm. famous martial arts, you know, martial so arts that, actors that right is... now. So. That's something that I was going to always bring up uh, because, like, what what episode are we on now? Like, 110, 111? Oh, boy, we've been doing this yeah, for a while. Yeah, we have a lot of episodes under our belt. <laughs> and, hey, if you didn't realize it, we do a podcast once a week. We review a lot of movies, lots of martial arts movies. So if mm-hmm. you like listening to martial arts stuff, then you're <laughs> at the right place. <laughs> They're already listening to us. We don't need to plug us. At least I hope not. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, maybe I can make a clip out of this because we're going to come to YouTube eventually, I freaking swear. Yes, yes. This I'm is a... not home right now. I am in Ergo, Jersey the, visiting the, family. So The potted plants in the background. Yes, yes. yes. That is not, this is not my current uh, location. <laughs> but yes, YouTube videos are coming. Nag us on all the social medias. Uh, I swear uh, mm. I will edit something together. <laughs> yes, well, we're, we're working that out right now. And um, yeah, all the things you said are true. The one in particular being that, yeah, we've been avoiding Jackie for... Like, initially, we had the right intentions in mind, right? We were like, okay, let's not do Jackie because he... Otherwise, it would just be the Jackie Chan show. I mean, not <laughs> to be confused with Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> but, like, it would just... We just have, like, every episode be a Jackie Chan film. And because I fucking love Jackie. Like, I grew up with his films. I mean, I'm sure anyone who's listening can completely relate. Um, but I just, like... Okay, I don't want to only talk about Jackie Chan films, right? Because otherwise, we will we'll be covering a whole bunch of his films. Let's cover some obscure things, cover some like hidden gems, but also talk about new releases and talk about up and coming martial artists. And then we realize 110 episodes in, we're like, wow, we only talked about like one or two Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> like what, what's, how did this happen? Well, um, we, we stuck with that notion that we yeah. would not just strictly speak about Jackie Chan movies. And uh, a funny backstory to this podcast is one of the, I guess, ideas came about because we were having Jackie Chan movie nights. So, yeah, yeah, I miss yeah. those uh, mm -hmm. so much. Um, yeah, I think you and I just marathoned a whole bunch of them. Well, we uh, marathoned a whole bunch of bad Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the drunken conversations that came from it was... Turned into uh, this. Yeah, kinda. one of the ideas was we just, you know, start a podcast. So yeah, here we, yeah. Here we are, what? two almost three years is it three years later or is it two years oh, well, i don't know i don't know all i know is that i've been drinking and talking about movies my two passions in life so i'm happy <laughs> same here hey. cheers um yeah so i don't know with, with jackie films uh there's so many to choose from but i feel like we have a theme going and it just so happens to be like the perfect time to reintroduce jackie into the form the fold again Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yes, it's July. And what do you think of when you think July? You think America. America. Um, America. Yeah, America spelled just like that with an M. Right, right. Um, yeah. And Jackie's films, his Western productions are typically, they're not what I think of when I think Jackie's, uh, like, best productions, right? Um, and obviously, if we're talking about the, uh, like some of his, his more well-known films like Rush Hour, Shanghai Noon, A, the movie that we're talking about today, uh, Rumble in the Bronx. I feel like there's some, just always a missing component there. But I think that after re-watching Shanghai Noon, after, I mean, now that we have a show that we, we're constantly breaking down action and we've developed like a, a keen eye for action choreography, I've, I've learned a new appreciation for this film. But I'd still say I don't necessarily like the film. <laughs> Is that... I don't know, Zero. Like, maybe you're just generally more... You're more optimistic, I guess. You're, yeah. You'd like yeah. to look at the I, I play right? the more optimistic uh, person to your... My, my dourness? Yeah, my <laughs> dourness, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, try, to play, I try to play the optimist to, to your opinions. But I, I can see I'm what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, I mean, Zero, it's like, what are your thoughts on Shanghai Noon? Not that we're doing recommendations already, but yeah. Right. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in a while. It's It's been a while. Uh, I think the last time I saw this was maybe the first times I saw it, wow. which was when in high school for me. So this movie is 21 years old. It, it can officially drink alcohol now, so <laughs> cheers to Shanghai uh, yeah, Noon. More drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. But I remember liking it in high school. I didn't, I haven't seen, I didn't see so many Jackie Chan films. Well, that, no, that's not true. Jackie Chan movies were starting to come to America at that time. Uh, this was post-Rumble in the Bronx. And then he, he you know, he started, started exploding after Rush Hour. And I saw this and I remember, oh, okay. You know, it was entertaining. I remember being entertained by it. I wasn't so keen on martial arts choreography at the time, but I remember liking the film as in as a whole. Seeing it now, after so many years and after dissecting so many martial arts films, I can see where it's lacking compared to his earlier Hong Kong films, but I think the film is constructed uh, in a way that you know, from point A to point B, it's perfectly acceptable to sit through and be entertained by. Sure, sure. And that's completely understandable. I actually would echo a lot of that. In fact, I don't really have anything to go against what you said. I think the the film itself is actually kind of solid for the most part. <laughs> You're going to find the... Well, but, the, the butt. Yeah, I think do you, you have, have a, butt, a butt. Or do I have I a butt? I think I have a... Well, we both have butts. But in terms of Shanghai Noon... Mm-hmm. I suspect that there is an actor you might not be as crazy about <laughs> who got casted in this yeah. role. Oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, this is me just uh, being incredibly petty. Incredibly <laughs> petty. Okay. So, be let, before we get into this, okay, let, let's just talk about the, the positive of this movie. I actually think that the... The comedy is not always there, but I do appreciate it because you know, like, uh, it's it's fine. Like, it does feel like that early two thousands kind of comedy. So like, if you put yourself in the right mindset and you know just treat it as a mindless uh, action comedy for, from that era, it, it's perfectly fine. I think it's very serviceable. It's not a grade A material, and I think that's what I came into this movie with. Even when I was ten years old. And, whatever however old i was when this movie first came out and i watched it uh i already had the pretext of like watching a whole bunch of jackie chan films like just growing up as a child watching his movies on vcd imported from hong kong so i had an impression of like what he can do already so when i watched this i'm like i might not have known at the time but something felt off it just felt like it was very i mean obviously this catered to a western audience but the action I didn't know at the time was definitely dialed down and even the comedy was dialed down and that's what makes a jackie chan film great it's like they they like really harp on both so uh even with all the dials cranked down from like a 10 to a, like a maybe a six <laughs> for, for the western production yeah, i think so yeah yeah okay now the math adds up yeah. uh they dialed it down to a little bit more than half um i think you know that's it's fine so, let's get to the elephant in the room. Why I don't like this movie or Shanghai Nights. And it has nothing to do with the production. It is about one particular actor I just generally do not like. And that guy is Owen Wilson. 
I do not like him as an actor. <laughs> oh, man. Every time I see him in anything, I immediately get a headache. <laughs> he has that effect on me. And having to sit through an entire feature with him in it makes me want to gouge my eyes out. Now, it's not like you, me, and Dupree. I've sat through that trek, and he was in that thing the whole time, and I, I seriously thought about ending my life in the theaters. <laughs> Uh, I have not seen that film. I want to see it now. I want to see what's going to make Will suicidal. Well, okay. Let me let me put a little asterisk on this whole thing, okay? Um, Owen Wilson seems like a very nice guy. He really does. He seems like a, a genuinely good person. Like I've heard him on interviews, and he seems like a you know like a genuinely good person. You know, like and and the only problem I have with him is his freaking acting is just. It's annoying. He has like this really annoying presence to him. And I think I've told you this, Zero. I don't find Chris Tucker annoying. I find Owen Wilson absurdly mm. annoying. <laughs> and there's something about his mannerisms in this movie that just feel like it's just how he is. Um, like as a character, like the way that he portrays his character. It's like, that's just how he is in every movie. He doesn't really act so much as he just plays the one note and for me it kind of gets kind of insufferable but i'm already being a dead horse all you need to know is that i have this like illogical dislike for his character (laughs) and we get a lot of it in this movie and it makes me kind of dislike the film at times so i mean that's fair if you don't like that personality type then seeing that in a movie (laughs) will definitely affect your opinion but i i do acknowledge it's completely irrational (laughs) the movie's not bad i mean it's Mm -hmm. not great but it's not bad but then the fact owen wilson's in almost every scene just like drops like three points for me (laughs) i do not have the same disdain for owen wilson but i would say uh, when when i was thinking about this movie he well with the exception of the fact that uh, Lucy Liu is is barely a character and she's just, you know, damsel in distress. Yes. I would say the one of the weakest things for me personally is his character because uh, I don't know. When, so this came out after Rush Hour and Rush Hour was, you know, lightning in a bottle. You, you had, they now had an idea of how they can bring Jackie Chan to American audiences because of his limited English, but because of his high presence and great martial arts abilities, they needed to pair him up. He needed to constantly be in these buddy films. So when I was watching this movie, I was constantly kind of comparing it to Rush Hour. <laughs> and you, you can kind of see the comparisons as well when you watch it. Yeah. But Chris Tucker is such like, he's like up here. And that's, that's kind of intentional too, because Jackie Chan was limited in what he could... Uh, verbally do on on screen anyway at that time right and owen wilson is the middle ground he's he's supposed to be the everyman right Mm. at least that's kind of what i was getting from it he borders on being arrogant but he's confident like i never felt he was cocky and Mm. when you have somebody who's at a five and jackie chan is still very limited in his dialogue i feel they're that's not the best pairing Right. Well, hmm. 
Well, I love how you said that Chris Tucker's like this and Jackie's like this. I'm like, you mean in height? <laughs> that's kind of like what it is. I, I uh, guess meant I meant in energy, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's a great that's a great pairing between uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie, and I guess that kind of works. With well, yeah, because one's up here and one's down here, and if you can energy see the video, wise. you can literally see where my hands are. Yeah. But Owen Wilson <laughs> is is the middle ground. So yeah. when you compare somebody very low and in the middle, I mean, I know you don't want to do Chris Tucker again, but mm-hmm. well, Owen Wilson, he's. I don't know. Like, there's there's something about him. I, I wish there was just a little more. Right. I, well, I'm not sure. There's something missing for me. Well, while we're at it, let's just really quickly get the, the plot out of the way because this will sure. segment to the point that I was going to make anyways. Uh, well, it's a buddy cop genre in the West, uh, basically, right? The princess gets captured, uh, gets kidnapped. Well, kind of. Uh, she gets held hostage. In, she, gets, in she gets lured to come to America. America She's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, they're in the Forbidden City in yep. China. She gets lured in by, I don't know, white man. <laughs> yeah, and, and Roger Yuan. Roger Yuan's uh, in, in this film. As hey, Roger villain. Yuan. We spoke about him in the Paper Tigers episode. Yeah, yeah plug, plug, that. more plugs. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Jackie Chan and the rest of these three Imperial Guards go to Nevada to try to find uh, her. And... Owen Wilson, they Jackie Chan gets kind of taken astray because of a, uh, a train heist, and then that's where he meets Owen Wilson, and then the rest of the movie is just trying to find Lucy Liu and the gold that uh, the Imperial Guards are pr- bringing to them. It's, I don't ran- know, it's ransom money. It's ransom money, yeah, but yeah, whatever. That part's not important. So the point I was trying to make before is that, uh, yeah, it's, it's a buddy crap drama in... The, the west. west and like like if you really just break it down like with take the premise like take the setting out of the equation it really is just another buddy cop drama it's just like it's an odd uh, it's an odd couple pairing right it's like yeah. well yeah. it it really is very similar to rush, rush hour. hour yeah they even have the scene the the montage scene where owen wilson is teaching jackie chan how to be a cowboy very similar oh boy. to the scene in rush hour where chris tucker is trying to teach him about you know african-american culture and <laughs> you can see the parallels are very obvious uh, i think that was intentional you know to kind of like what worked in rush hour okay let's you know let's kind of have that in here but then again like when you have a fish out of water story which this also is you need that scene you need to have the literal fish out of water acclimate to his new surroundings and then you have the one character showing him well this is how you're supposed to act right right yeah absolutely uh one good thing about the rush hour formula and i don't want to talk about rush hour too much because Because we we talked about it already check out that rush hour episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah or you might want to talk about the the sequels you know aaa you know you might have a a future episodes in the the next upcoming weeks um but yeah, the reason why I don't want to talk about Rush Hour too much, uh, but I will elaborate a little bit, is like one thing that works about the Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan scenario is that obviously Chris Tucker isn't able to match Jackie physically, but he's you know he shows some competence uh, his character right he like he actually is a pretty good detective in terms of well for movie in terms of movie speak right and then yeah his character was actually pretty uh, intelligent when it came to process of deduction and and all that when it came to the case right so owen wilson's character in this roy o'bannon 
there are moments where he's incredibly incompetent and I just find him kind of annoying. Like that whole well, montage sequence you just mentioned. He's like, he doesn't know what he's doing and it's, it, it, it kind of comes off as just irritating. I don't so know. That was the, that was one of the things that was a little troublesome for me. Mm-hmm. I understood what his character was, but I wish they leaned into this more. Mm-hmm. So Owen Wilson is not a real cowboy. He's faking it. He is faking it till you make it. He's right. a wannabe gangster, wannabe cowboy. Outlaw. Outlaw. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's trying to teach Jackie Chan how to be a cowboy when he himself doesn't know how to be one. Right. There's there's a there's a disconnect for me there. There's yeah. comedy from that that definitely derives from that but uh i i don't know maybe maybe just not my cup of tea is yeah there is definitely a disconnect right because okay remember we're in the 1800s midwest right uh well yeah midwest uh we are supposed to be surrounded by cowboys and southern accents or you know midwest sorry midwestern accents Owen Wilson's just Owen Wilson. He just sounds like himself. He's like he's not even trying. Uh, and you, you can't you can't hold that. This is this is an American production. I don't think they're concerned with period piece accents at this point. I don't know. I don't ever. I, uh, I don't know. I say Owen Wilson's the same in every freaking movie I've ever seen him in. So uh, it seems like a limitation of his acting ability. <sighs> I sound really hard on the guy, but uh, I mean, you know, that's I kind of am. It, it is what it is, but you know, well, no one, no one is speaking with a Nevada 1800s accent to my knowledge. So I mean, I'm, so I'm some not, of the characters, a I'm not going to strike that to him. It's, right, right. Know, it's it's an American. Well, well, the reason why I brought this up, not for the sake of just bringing up to be nitpicky, is that I think that actually has to do with the fact that he doesn't have an accent. I'm just reading between the lines. Is that he's supposed to be talking like maybe someone from like the northeast because he isn't from nevada area he is just someone who migrated to the midwest and is pretending to fit in properly but at the same time there's a disconnect there because he's like he is an outlaw and he is notorious everyone knows who he is but he's also incompetent so it's like how is he how is he like dangerous and everybody knows him but he doesn't he's not a good cowboy and I feel like the movie doesn't explain it very well. It's just, it's, it, you just have to believe that Royal Bannon, the character, is just extremely lucky. Well, and I think that, that kind I mean, of shows. That, that's what it is. Yeah, that's, that ends up being a character trait that he's just very lucky. Yep. And he gets, out of, he gets by because of sheer luck, because of <laughs> you know whatever. He, he can get out of any situation because of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, this is my—I swear this is going to be my last comparison to Rush Hour and the the relationship here. Uh, I feel like the the relationship between Jack, Jackie Chan's character, which is pretty minimal, he doesn't have many characteristics in terms of uh, personality traits. He has motivations and goals, but I wouldn't say he has a lot of character. Uh, obviously, given like what he's like how he's written this movie, right? He's, he's not supposed to be speaking a whole lot of lines. Uh, as compared to uh, his partner, uh, aka Chris Tucker or Owen Wilson, in either movies. So, but I, like regardless, I feel like the Rush Hour movies did a much better job of establishing, like, uh, like how Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker work off one another. And this one, I I kind of believe it, but kind don't. 
but mostly because like I just I don't know I just I just don't buy Owen Wilson's performance. But that's just my yeah. my bias because it's Owen Wilson. I don't yeah. like him. So, yeah, yeah, I mean that. I mean it is what it is. If you don't like the guy, then you know what, <laughs> what else can we do about yeah. it? Yeah. So I I've talked I've talked to death about how much I don't like him already. I'm sure I'm gonna bring it up again. But let let's sure. let's not be a dead horse anymore. I yeah, I really don't mean to disrespect the guy. Just something about him. It's like some people get triggered by Seth Rogen's laugh. I'm like eh, it's Owen Wilson's face. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Shanghai Noon. It's funny. Uh, it's it's one of those films that anyone who's who grew up in the early two thousands would remember this film. It's like pretty monumental uh, in terms of like Jackie's early career in the West or early rising career in the West. But if I ask anyone to name me the director for the Rush Hour films, I'd be like, oh yeah, Brett Ratner. You know, Brett Ratner, of course. And then uh, I looked back and I was like, I thought to myself, I'm like. Who directed Shanghai Noon? <laughs> and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, uh, Tom Day. Yeah, Tom Day, of course. I'm like, who? I don't know who that is. Yeah, but, uh, well, he did not. He didn't go on to do too much. Yeah. Failure to launch and oh, Marmaduke. Oh, oh, Marmaduke. Oh, isn't that a comic? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's one of those live action uh, adaptations okay. of a comic. How do you make yeah. a comic of that? Anyways. Oh, and Owen the, Wilson is the voice of Marmaduke, apparently. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'm not watching that. Um, so um, the reason why I brought that up is like, oh, it's a first time director uh, position for him, if I remember reading that correctly. And this film isn't, I think it's a pretty good, uh, good enough accomplishment for someone who's for taking directing seat for the first time, right? For a first time director, it's very competently made. Mm-hmm. I can clearly see everything that's going on. Yeah. And the mo- the movie moves along at a nice pace for two hours uh we've always said like you know 90 minutes would probably be the perfect time for an action movie but you know when you have padding it's it's so and and you make it still enjoyable i think that's a great accomplishment so yeah there you go yeah for an hour and 50 it does it seems to breeze by pretty quickly so oh, yeah. it's it's a good experience all in all um and yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this. Like everyone knows the legacy that this movie had, so much so that the you know Shanghai Nights was uh, produced like two, two, three years afterwards, if I remember correctly, three years I think. And uh, I think I see, I saw Shanghai Nights a lot more, and I think I would generally say I like the second one a, like more than the first. But I think. If my memory serves me correct, because I haven't seen Shanghai Nights in a while, I think the first movie still has the better action, all in all. But the really? second one's more memorable. I would, I would highly disagree with you. There. Is that true? I don't even remember. Like, from my faint memory, I haven't seen either movie in a while, even though I've seen the second one so many times. Um, but yeah, but maybe because my, it's, this is my recent viewing of Shanghai Noon, so... Uh yeah, so Shanghai Noon. Uh, I guess we can kind of talk about the action then, Zero, because there really isn't that much, right? There is not. Uh, if you are a Jackie Chan fan mm-hmm. looking for, I guess, what he was doing in his Hong Kong films, this will be a disappointment. But it's not like the action is horrible. Mm-hmm. In in terms of, in you know, an American film. It's actually it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything like nothing feels out of place. It all it all kind of lines up. It all moves along in the pacing, and the fights are where they need to be. I would have liked 
a little more, but yeah, the action is perfectly acceptable. And I, uh, and one of the interesting things is uh, Yunbio was part of the action as well. Uh, he was one of the Jackie Chan group choreographers, and I think this might be one of the last times they might have officially worked together. Hmm. No, that sounds about right. I mean, like maybe. Well, on screen they stopped a long time ago. Yeah, on screen. Right? But I, I, I mean, like I guess in maybe, uh, you know, a production. Maybe. Right, I don't know. Right, right. Correct yeah. us if we're wrong. <laughs> I know that Samo and Yunbyu worked on some more things uh, after the fact. Yes, uh, yes. You know, like in more recent years, actually. Like maybe like mid to 2010s. Um, I've seen them in some movies. But they're both on screen together. I don't think Samo and Jackie have worked together in God knows how long. Probably since the 80s. Or like, or, yeah, probably early. Oh, wait. I think Yunbyu was in... Um... Uh, he w- he was on screen with Jackie in one of Jackie's 2000 films. Uh, I can't remember which one now. He had like a yeah. brief, brief appearance. I, I thought I remember seeing huh. that. So okay. well, if you remember what it is, let us know. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, you guys can prove us wrong all you want. All, all I know is that um, <clears throat> we do have a good display of Jackie-isms, his... Um, his physical performances. And this is something I can definitely go into in the, the technical breakdown if you listen to us on Patreon. Um, but this is, uh, for the general viewers, uh, I don't, I don't want to leave you guys out. Like, my, my general feeling about Jackie's films, and, and that's like one disservice I feel like we've kind of did by not covering his movies for a while. I haven't seen a Jackie film and like, like dissected it in quite some time, especially since I don't watch his, older, uh, his newer films. Because they're all garbage, <laughs> bleeding steel. Um, but one thing I I've ha- I miss about Jackie's action is that it's so unique. Even in a movie like Shanghai Noon, um, you could just tell he has like this physical presence that even the best martial artists on screen today can't even come close to emulating. He is so good with his facial expressions and his physical presence that like it just makes him so unique. And then, like, uh, m- many fights in the movie, like, you can just see, like, how he's always emoting. Like, he's doing a stunt, but, like, it- it's he's not making it look effortless. Even if it is physically effort- effortless, he is so good at his-, his facial features and his face acting that makes it look like, oh, that was, like, so dangerous and so scary. Like, he really knows how to elevate the action just by his face alone. And he's so good at it. And also, it's, like, his presence and, like, posing for the camera. Like, really... He's do, he does a flip, right? But like for him, it's like he does a flip and he looks all frazzled and he's looks, he looks straight at the camera and just to let you know that like it's kind of like makes you relate with him a lot more. And that's something that like is kind of charming but also refreshing because like you don't, you don't see that a lot in martial arts movies these days. Like everyone pulls off these crazy triple flips, uh, triple kicks in midair. There's, they're spinning like in three axes all at once. But they're making it look effortless. And, of course, that's the style. But there's something kind of refreshing about watching a Jackie film. And he kind of makes you relate to him a lot more. If, if, if I'm making any sense. Well, that makes perfect sense. There is a relatability in flaws and imperfections. Because mm-hmm. he is not, you know, he's not Superman. He's doing things. He, he's making things feel like, 
oh, there's a possibility that I can do it because look, he's pulling it off, but he's stumbling and or he's like kind of tripping and falling. They're they're making comedy out of it, but he's still looking kind of cool. So there's something about the fact that he is not perfect that makes us like him. Yeah, and that's something that I do miss <laughs> like about watching Jackie Chan films, even if they're not the best display of that. Because uh, I don't I don't think I need to. I'm sure everyone listening will completely agree. His American productions are nowhere close to his Hong Kong uh, prime, right? It, it, but, I mean, even if it is just a shadow of what it, it could be, I think that Shanghai Noon does a pretty good job of like showing what Jackie could do. Um, like, his physical presence is still there. Like, that's something so refreshing and something I really missed. So, um, yeah, like, that, that was just like an eye-opener for me. Like, wow, I really missed this. <laughs> about his performance so for me it wasn't his physical presence mm-hmm. that caught my eye uh it was basically him doing what he's known for and if you are in an environment uh jackie chan will beat you using the environment <laughs> that that has become kind of like a stereotypical thing for jackie chan films you go into said location he will know how to traverse that location, the objects in that location, and use everything around him to beat you with it. Right. It's, it's I mean, that's the Jackie Chan style. Like everyone, uh, even lots of modern martial artists and performers now, they, they do that. And that's what we kind of are reminded of. But it's the thing that I noticed is he can take a location as simple as the woods and he beats you using... The trees and like <laughs> yeah. that's so fun because mm-hmm. sometimes when you think of Jackie Chan fights, it's like, oh, look, he took this ladder and he has, you know, he's using it now and he's being people like he's not literally picking up, tr- you know, large trees and then like doing Schwarzenegger <laughs> and just yeah. like batting you with this big tree trunk. No, he's like, you know, he's weaving in and out. He's, he's putting yeah. the people in there in uncomfortable positions and then like working his way around him that's right. what's so nice about it right it's uh, a spectacle. with his with with his american productions i i think the cinematography isn't as sharp as it could be because that's he is no longer controlling the camera he's controlling the action yeah. but now it's the dp on the american production who's like well i want to place the camera here and that's just where it is so i feel the shots aren't always uh as visually clear uh, and as dynamic as they should be, but because the action is still good and surprisingly, the editing is still uh, pretty competent. Uh, it it all kind of works. Yeah, for the most part, I'd say the editing is pretty good. Uh, I do agree with the camera work. It can be a little close at times. Not not uh, not. Sometimes horrible. it needs to be, but yeah, I noticed like it's it's a little too many mids. Mm-hmm. when i want it just out Lots. a little bit yep. there's a lot of um one of the things i notice is there's a lot of over the quarter um three quarter you know like three fourths type shots where it's like kind of skewed you're over somebody's shoulder and personally i'm not a fan of that because uh you know when you're doing moves one performer is literally blocking like half of the screen because yeah one of the other performers is in the background so sometimes movements gets obscured Mm -hmm. you can make that camera angle work but uh, they i feel that they overdid it a little bit in this but i can still make out what's going on 
so yeah i mean yeah well we, we i think there are definitely some examples we can point out where and like that does happen like so like a foreground stunt person will just obscure the action it's not it's not horrible like so i feel like most for the most part it's pretty like consistently well shot it's not the greatest in terms of like being consistent with that though like sometimes it'll uh, the editing will be a little bit too fast for my taste you know like just like not really honing in on it there's one actually really bad example when they're in the bar scene and like there's one gag that they do they i think they did it like several times in jackie productions and it's like here like they really horribly butchered it and we'll get into that when sure. we get to that uh but yeah like we can go right into the action uh just to go specific because yeah those are general thoughts on it i guess um and there aren't that many fights so yeah yeah and that's shanghai yeah, noon. shanghai noon um hmm i remember most of this movie <laughs> I've, I've seen this movie quite a couple times as a kid uh like it was always on and but i think i've seen shanghai nights more so maybe i might have conflated some of the scenes i remembered with that movie uh but yeah shanghai noon um like i said before i think uh I do think that's a little neutered. Like, Jackie Chan's action style, uh, fight style, is a little neutered for Western audiences. But yeah, like, I, like you said before, um, during the technical segment of this, um, Jackie is, at the early 2000s, already starting to get, you know, on in his years. So, you know, like, obviously, he can't do the same exact things. Um, but then also, if you think about it, Maybe American regulations wouldn't let him. You know, yeah, we have, I was gonna bring that up too. We have unions here. You can't do. Sometimes you can't do that crazy yeah. stuff. So, right. like maybe we don't know. Maybe he yeah. wanted to do something a little more outrageous, and they're like, "No, you're the star of the movie. We insurance will not cover that. So, right, you can't right. do it." The camera work and the editing, I feel like it's a chicken or the egg kind of effect. Like, are they doing that because they want? It's just what western audiences are accustomed to or is it because we want to hide the fact that we can't we have to like work around what you just said right the yeah. you know like the limitations of like hurting the performers and such like little nitpicks i had before about like uh, that that one gag where like jackie gets hit in the face the recoil hits owen wilson in the face that's like that's a very standard gag that you'd see in hong kong but you know uh they they kind of mess it up a little bit in this movie in in my opinion um and it doesn't really work nearly as effectively if you if i tell you right now to go watch like another a hong kong a version of that like it works significantly better um that's just like that's just one example of what i'm referring to um i think that uh you know like it could just be that they don't want to hurt their performers or this because like they, they expect that the audience is expecting faster editing like they don't expect to linger and that's that's a shame right yeah. but obviously we're talking early 2000s so it's kind of expected that that's what they expected also uh owen wilson also broke his nose already that's why it's shaped like that i thought that was all conjecture i don't think that was confirmed oh really yeah okay well yeah. let's just bring up more conspiracy theories he broke his <laughs> nose he doesn't want to break it again yeah yeah oh boy oh, maybe that's like a an old hollywood rumor that i was just thinking yeah about. i think that's what it is yeah. oh, okay Allegedly. I always say the word allegedly. Sure, sure. So, uh, uh, 
Oh man, I I didn't talk about Owen Wilson much at all, except for the beginning portion of it. In terms of what like are you talking about, you talked about. Well, 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 well. In terms of like swaying my opinions of like the action, it it doesn't like I actually think the movie's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Um, it's it's kind of unfair sometimes to compare this to the Hong Kong productions, but because uh, I think that this movie it, in a, as a whole is you know your standard but serviceable action movie. Uh, it's very much a product of its time. I feel like, you know, if someone told me this is from the early 2000s, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, it totally does feel like that. Um, so I think the movie's fine. You know, I, I think they, they think it's uh, still worthy of watching even today. <sighs> but man, Owen Wilson, he is, I don't, uh, man, I, if you could just make a version of this, we cut all his scenes. Great. <laughs> I think that make for make it for a better experience. Um, yeah, Shanghai Noon. I don't know. That, those are my general sentiments of it. Zero? Uh, yeah. Uh, this movie is entertaining. It for, it, it's fine as a Jackie film. I think this is his second uh, American production. From uh, the two thousand, well, nineties and two thousands, right? We're not we're like after his like Renaissance because we yeah. have like Dolphy Brawl, we have the Protector, Rumble in the Bronx, yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, I think you can just watch this movie. I don't think the fights are anything you could, you know, they're they're yeah. not they're not crazy good, but they're they're just fine. And like what was happening in Rush Hour, they wanted to introduce him to American audiences. They wanted them to get accustomed to his style this is serviceable like if you're a jackie chan fan and you feel this is watered down then that that's kind of why because uh they i feel like they probably needed to a little bit yeah probably but the movie's entertaining if you don't like owen wilson uh then it might be tough for you to sit through this i think he's <laughs> fine um yeah but yeah, you can you can watch Shanghai Noon. Uh, I prefer Shanghai Nights. I think okay. I think everything about that uh, elevates what they did in this movie. But yep. for our theme, uh, Jackie goes west. Uh, I think this this is you know if you want to watch a uh, martial arts western, you can't go wrong with this movie because I watched a bunch of other ones, and oh boy, they are a little rough to sit through. <sighs> What was was there a movie called like Cowboys vs Aliens? Do you think they had martial arts in that? That is, I think Harrison Ford's in that one. No, really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I watched that. That is completely forgettable. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I would, and uh, I, I don't think I've ever even mustered up the thought. I, let me go watch Cowboys vs Aliens. I watched <laughs> um, this this movie called the warrior's way mm -hmm. the end of that movie turns into cowboys versus ninjas there's oh, maybe. not a, there's not enough of it unfortunately <laughs> I, it's such a fun little sequence but it's it's so short that movie could have been gold but yeah unfortunately. cowboys versus ninjas versus aliens mm -hmm. is that maybe. is that like the spin-off to the uh the japanese film <laughs> Oh man, uh, what's that? What's that studio that does the the mockbusters? Hmm. Uh, not the aquarium. The asylum. asylum yes, asylum. asylum. Yeah. I wonder if the asylum has cowboys versus ninjas versus, versus. 
versus alien versus, versus plants versus zombies. Versus, yeah. <laughs> Make it happen, Asylum. Let's versus see that. alien versus predator. Yeah. yeah, let's let's see that awesome, awesome movie. <laughs>